Today on ABC Devo, The Shadow. Hey everybody, welcome back to ABC Devo. It's that only podcast that we do, at least, that uh, goes through all of Devo's uh, recorded materials, all their albums, that is, alphabetically by song, starting from the fourth dimension, going all the way to a wiggly world. That was nice and smooth, wasn't it? I'm Pete Three Taylor. I am Tom Taylor. I am John Engel. I'm Joe Maisel. And today, we are talking about The Shadow. The Shadow from uh, Total Devo, 1988. Um, Not a theme song for the uh, Alec Baldwin Shadow, wasn't it? Alec Baldwin? Yeah. It was Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Based on the 1920s and 30s pulp character. What year was that? Are you, does anybody be? know off the top of your head what year? I just looked it up, so I don't look it up. Um, oh, wait. I'm 91. calling it at 95. I'm going to say 90. Tom says 90. I say uh, 95. Might have been 94. I'm wrong. Though. I bet I'm wrong. I, I 93. 91. 91. 91. Uh, Joe, your second guess was correct. It is 1994. Right. Wow. 94. Seems a little late. Um, I have a friend who never laughs, and I made him laugh during that movie. Because oh, wow. the guy, the character's name is Lamont Cranston, and every time he came out on the screen, I went Lamont. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, that's my that's my shadow story. <laughs> I don't think think I ever saw that movie. I can't yeah. remember it at all. I remember it not being absolutely horrible. It was kind well, of fine in a weird way. I remember I'm sure it's terrible. I remember it coming out at a time where I was immersed in uh, the idea of pulps because I'm a super big nerd Mm -hmm. and uh, thinking, well, this isn't very good. (laughs) Like, like I kind of remember the beginning where he's on, I believe it was the Brooklyn Bridge and... They're kind of showing, they're kind of like visualizing the cloud men's mind effect where he's sort of like smoke, but still punching people and shooting them. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of neat. And then, uh, yeah, after that, I'm like, wow, this film is kind of dull and bad. I guess I like that Jonathan Winters is in it, though. <laughs> sure. So is that movie even- kind of an attempt to be like Batman meets the Rocketeer, kind of? Like, we have the old nostalgia of the Rocketeer, plus he's sort of like a... I mean, the shadow is the characters like a a millionaire playboy hero, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So it just sounds like they're trying to cash in on the. Not that the Rocketeer was something that everybody's trying to cash in on. Yeah. It made <laughs> think, a lot of money, as good as as good as it is. I like it, but that was a weird um, reaction thing that they were like, "Hey, Batman was really successful. Let's um, I don't know, what can we get for cheap? <laughs> like, in the yeah. Night, yeah. like all these like." you know, 40s, uh, 30s, 40s kind of pulp, you know, uh, and, and strip characters. Probably but it had, all, you know, yeah, sure. and it had a lot of enough name recognition because, like, in the 90s, people were alive from the 1930s. Right. And The Shadow mm-hmm. had enough, like, shelf life that, like, you know, my parents would reference The Shadow. Um, you know, and they were not certainly alive during the prime of, like, during the prime of the pulp era. Right. Like, The Shadow was a big goddamn deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many, you know, how many people do you know that can, you know, reference that opening, essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. who have never, you know, who obviously weren't alive during the 30s. Yeah. Never listened Probably to radio. Probably know what they're referencing. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and even though the song couldn't possibly be from the movie, I there's I I refuse to not see like credits going by in my head as I listen to this song. <laughs> this is absolutely from the credits of The Shadow, and I don't care what anybody says. Sure, that's mm-hmm. the only reason this could possibly exist. No, I thought it was uh, one of the score songs to uh, Mary Shelley, because the way they drop uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Oh. That was Robert Louis I don't Stevenson. know if you guys are aware of this, but I learned this from Mark Mothersbaugh and uh, Jerry Casal. Did you know that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is a metaphor for the evil side of um, <laughs> of, of, of um, human psyche? I would have never gotten that. Robert Louis I'm... Stevenson went over my head, but when, Ma- when Mark and Jerry laid it down for me, I'm like, oh, I got it. I, I, mean, I think more specifically, you know, it's a real nice guy with a n- 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 nasty side. Right. Mm-hmm. As the lyrics seem Not to just be. Nasty. Yeah. Oh, man, guys. Yeah, with, with each successive N, it becomes nastier. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, Jackson if you're not the nasty. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now, bravo, Tom. Thank you. Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> um,. The it's it's interesting that they do reference specifically the shadow. So I wonder, like, what it would be interesting. Yeah, like uh, all the you know, like I had that theory that uh, uh, was it Total Devo. I thought the Total Devo maybe was the uh, the their parts of it were their soundtrack from the uh, from Neuromancer. Mm. Remember we had that whole uh, stupid all thing right. that I thought up. <laughs> well, so all of this could be like Total Diva could just totally be. I wouldn't be surprised if it was all basically like rejected spec music for projects that were in development um, wow. because they were out in Hollywood at the time, and then they were the you know Mark was totally more into doing you know TV and 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 movie music gradually. I wonder if you this know, he, was just, like... he just signed the contract for Revenge of the Nerds too. He knew where his bread was, what side his bread <laughs> was buttered on exactly. Well, do you guys think it would help this album if it was a th- more like a themed album and we knew that that's what it was and there was like an actual idea behind it like that? And there was a Where song like, about oh, the, these are like movie songs, you know, a song something. about the 90s version of Captain America. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That would help, right? My and favorite thing like, about that movie, by the way, not released in America. Right. <laughs> America's true? in its title. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we just call it Captain. Yeah, yeah. I see. said what? Um, it's like the London suede. Yeah, there you go. Um, the uh, or the English beat. Yeah, uh, just yeah. Um, so this song, um, I uh, just moments ago, uh, I abandoned you guys in the green room to go listen to uh, the. Do you remember? You, of course, you remember. You guys all know uh, that uh, our our. We're not going to say friend because we haven't met in person, but uh, but you know, we know we share the same values. But Tom Hayes, our who, spiritual ally, exactly. There you go. Thank you, Tom Hayes uh, on SoundCloud uh, has created some what what he calls Devo Total Devo, the six percent solution, um, and it's he's sped up all the tracks by six percent, um, and uh, I gotta say. Uh, without without jumping ahead to how I feel about this song now, <laughs> I have to say that uh, this song sped up by six percent. Uh, not only does it make it um, 
it, it, my my peak listening time of of three minute. Oh, it just started in my headphones. I don't know if that came through. Listeners, <laughs> if you heard that, I'm sorry. Um, not only does it make it my peak listening time of three minutes and fourteen seconds, which is pi three fourteen. I love oh, that nice. songs to be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it actually makes it considerably more palatable. It brings up the energy level, mm. and, and we've we've another crazy theory that we talked about was that this was somehow kind of most of the album was kind of master drawing or something like that, where it was you know like the batteries were running low on the on the reel to reel or something like that. Um, and so this is a good you know good evidence that this uh, at least works. If it's not if it wasn't uh, uh, you know an actual accident, uh, it certainly improves it. So. Uh, recommended 6% solution on this one. Sometimes it doesn't work, and I think those are the tracks that are different from a different session or a different whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, while I didn't listen to the uh, 6% version, I will say while listening to this version, I was like, why isn't this song not faster? Right. Mm-hmm. Me, me, me angry. Right. <laughs> Get on with it. Come on. If anger's this was somebody to come up with a way to make the lyrics better, too. That would really work. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I have a lot of song would be better. And I, and I can't decide. And I'm sure um I depend on the three of you to tell me, "No, Joe, you're an idiot." Well. Um but I remember thinking when I was in high school, uh the line we become what we do not what we pretend to be really good. Hmm. And now I'm looking at it, and the 16-year-old Joe Maisel is saying, no, man, this is good. And the 44-year-old Joe Maisel is saying, it's a man lyric, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, and I can't, but, but all I can't of us got a shadow, quite, man. Whoa. Well, no, that is definitely a man lyric. Yeah. But the, we are what we do, not what we become, what we do, not what we pretend is like, is that good or is that terrible? But when you're 16, it sounds good. I can't decide. And I'm <laughs> leaning on the when you're 16, you think it's good because you're an idiot. Um, yeah. Because every other line in the song is definitively terrible. Well, <laughs> and I, I really like, and for not necessarily as a song lyric, but I really like the... Uh, uh, sometimes I fail to follow through on things that I want to do, and other times I find myself doing the very things I hate, because it almost seems like, uh, you know, like they were on a deadline, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they were just like, oh yeah, we'll have that song for you. When do you need it? Oh, Monday. Okay. And then like you know, in the studio, just kind of like, I don't know, I got no, oh, I don't know, and like kind of kicking himself about, like painting himself into a corner about writing this song, and just threw in this bit about like, yeah, I don't know, I'm. I hate it when I yeah. do this. I will say sometimes I follow, fail to follow through in the things I want to do and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That almost sounds like B-rate William S. Burroughs. Hmm. You know, it, it's sort of like, <clears throat> you know, so which, by the way, that would be qualified as Tom Robbins. You know, it's sort of like, oh, that, that's not bad. Also, though, let's take a look at that. That's not a song lyric. Right, that's I mean, what I'm saying. I like it as a, is, I like it him as like a, rhyme. you know, a, like, <laughs> a, like a, like a, like a motivational poster or an embroidered sampler or something <laughs> like that. Like if you know, Colin McLaughlin looked dead into a camera in a David Lynch film and said that, I'd be like, oh yeah, awesome. Right. But uh, as put to music, not so much. Really, if Kyle McLaughlin said any of this, it would be awesome. Yeah, he would make it fantastic. 
you know, Pete, I, I got a similar note. Uh, like, the, about I, I really felt next <laughs> about how I feel they approach the song in the studio. It just feels like we got to get a song out. We got to get some filler on this record. We're not, we're falling short. We didn't, you know, sign on for an EP here. <laughs> well, it's going to be attached. We can yeah. Have... Yeah. This one feels really uninspired. Like it, it just feels like they're meandering and don't have any idea what they're doing. It didn't take the time to tweak it or whatever could have made it slightly better, like speeding it up as we've already discussed or rewriting a few of the lyrics or approaching the lyrics from a completely different angle. I don't know what would have made it better, but definitely as I was listening to it, I was like, man, this just doesn't feel like they cared about this song at all when they wrote it and recorded it. (laughs) But isn't that true of almost every song on this record? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's the problem with filler. What are they building around? (laughs) It's all filler. There's there's some that... Yeah, like, we gotta fill the song on this empty album. I think even some of the songs on Total Depot, since we done apparently I don't think we like any of the songs so far on Total Depot, maybe with an exception or two. I like Disco um, Dancer. So Disco Dancer feels like they were do, trying to do something. I think that, that there's something behind it. Like mm-hmm. I might have Whether said you like Disco Dancer that, you know, or hate Disco Dancer, right. it's at least interesting. I mean, and even Baby Doll, I think they at least had an idea and they followed through with it as much as I don't like that song either. But some of them don't feel like they had an idea behind them at all. A dumb one or a good one or any of it. I mean, this one just feels well, like... I mean, just, their cover of Don't Be Cruel was breaking new ground, wow. definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. Boy, that's just... This album, man. I mean, are we at the end of Total Devo yet? Is that, are we really close? <laughs> are we there I'm yet? serious. I think <laughs> that's exactly why I'm asking. Um, are we there yet? We, uh, let's just say... That by the time we're done with the the summer of S, we will be done with Total Devo. Oh, oh thank uh, goodness! I'll sounds, take it. Yeah. Imagine like you know, little frost on the pumpkin, and never having to talk about Total Devo again. <laughs> All it's going to be amazing. Um. So, I, I'm not going to my. I'm you know. Maybe I'm wrong, but based on uh, how this is sounding, I don't think we love this song. <laughs> yeah, you know, Dave, you know, I think you might have this down. Don't try to uh, deny it or cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide whether it's a D minus or an F. Oh wow. Um, I don't hate it that much. I don't like it very much, but I don't. I don't think it, it's not by far not the worst thing from, and again maybe just listening to the six percent solution version, give it a little a little kick in in one direction or the other. But and it's not like there are far worse things that I've heard. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I'll I'll agree with that. That, <laughs> that much I'll give you. Yes. So. so I might any go... speech by Hitler. <laughs> Those are bad. <laughs> he was charismatic, though. Um, this song, not as much. The um, I don't know. I, I, so it, it's got a little something that prevents me from hating it totally. Uh, and so, I, and I like my new idea of a, of spec movie mu- music for the whole album. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think I'm going to go C minus. Wow. Mm. Very generous, Pete. Very generous. Tom, how about you? I will go... I was bordering on C-minus, actually, but I ended up with D-plus. 
D plus, uh, it's just, um, it's not a good song. I'll never want to listen to it again. Um, it's a little more annoying than just the, uh, the doldrums of the seas. It's a little more, uh, come on, you guys, would you please just, just 6% it up or something? Come on, anything, just do it. You're Devo for God's sake. I want to slap him across the face. Uh, D plus. John? Uh, Joe, as you suggested earlier, I'm also sort of dangling the song by its big toe over the cauldron of F. I'm really <laughs> thinking seriously about dropping it in there. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember. Sometimes it makes me want to go back and what I gave F's to to see if it really deserves to be in that horrible company. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it does. I, as I was listening to it, I don't remember having that, like... Um, Terrible, terrible feeling like I'd get from some of the where immediately I'm cringing and unable to finish the song. So I think I'm going to go D minus. Very right. close to an F, Mr. Shadow. You came real <laughs> close, buddy. I will second John and then hold my grade at a D minus. Hmm. It's not as bad as Don't Be Cruel. Um, then again, what is? Yeah, but it's so bad. But like, Don't Be Cruel is so be Like, Don't Be Cruel is more like an H. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I'll keep it at D minus. I, I feel comfortable with that. Um, again, there was one line that really th- I really thought was cool when I was sixteen, and uh, yeah, sixteen-year-old Joe Mazel, you win out for now. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, as we all know, mercifully the. Uh, uh, Total Devo is not on Spotify, so no. can't give you a. Uh, um, let's see. Let's see if I, there's another. Um, another song called "The Shadow" that I can find. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there is somewhere. See all songs called "The Shadow," something by a band called Tooth Grinder, Sean James, J Fifty Seven. BOA Fantastic Negrito. Um, all right, well, none of those are, are calling out to me here. Mm. Uh, the Shadow of the Your Shadows. Smi- Shadow of Your Smile by Frank Sinatra. That's what we're going to go with. All right. <laughs> How about that? All right, so that's, uh, and if we go to that song radio, the next song up is uh, We'll Meet Again by Vera Lynn. So. Huh. <laughs> Which is um, a lovely and haunting tune. Yeah. That always makes me think of mushroom clouds. Yeah. Yes. Why is that? And the shine. I don't know. Um. And what is it? Fallout? No. Which one is some? Anyway. Uh. So we'll meet again. You, all of us here, us, this. Hooray! Because um, I love you guys. Because we're done with this episode, we're gonna oh. come back with another one on uh, Thursday coming up. Um. Continuing the summer of S, so come see what that will be here on Diva. Hooray! Come on! <laughs>